All right, now it's time for discovering Jesus from beginning to end. This is where we look at an Old Testament passage, a New Testament passage, and show how they point to Jesus. In the year, this year, 2024, um, they, they, every four years, they go through a different gospel. And so the gospel for us this year is Mark. And so I'm excited to make our way through that book together as a family. So from Psalm 103, 1 through 5, and then from Mark 1, 21 to 45. My soul bless the Lord. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. My soul, bless the Lord and do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. And he satisfies you with good things. And your youth is renewed like the eagle. And then from Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 45. They went into Capernaum, and right away he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and began to teach. This is Jesus. And they were astonished at his teaching because he was teaching them as one who had authority and not like the scribes. And just then a man with an unclean spirit was in their synagogue, and he cried out, What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit threw him into convulsions, shouted with a loud voice, and came out of him. And they were all amazed. And so they began to ask each other, what is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, the news about Jesus spread throughout the entire vicinity of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went into Simon and Andrew's house with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law was lying in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he went to her, and he took her by hand and raised her up. And the fever left her, and she began to serve them. And when evening came, after the sun had set, they brought to him all those who were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town was assembled at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, and he went out, and he made his way to a deserted place. And there he was praying. Simon and his companions searched for him, and when they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let's go on to the neighboring villages so I may preach there too. This is why I have come. He went into all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons, and then a man with leprosy came to him. And on his knees, he begged him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. I am willing, he told him. Be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And then he sternly warned him and sent him away at once, telling him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priests and offer what Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet he went out and began to proclaim it widely and to spread the news, with the result that Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but he was out in deserted places, and people came to him from everywhere. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. God, for preserving your word, we're grateful. Would you allow my words to be beautiful, true, and right? And may they honor you this morning. We ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. So my family, we were just hit with illness all through the holiday season. So I had COVID over Thanksgiving, and then I had the flu before Christmas, and then my parents got COVID at Christmas. So we finally had our Christmas this weekend. And I've made the drive up 35 I mean, a hundred times at least by now in the last decade. And there's always billboards that just are questionable. 
And, uh, but I like reading all of them. And so we were, the girls and I went up there and it, one of the billboards says, the answer to all your problems is Jesus. And I don't know what it is about my personality, but I was like, all your problems? Really? What if you just have an algebra problem? Like, is that, is the answer really Jesus to your algebra problem? And as I was sitting there driving and thinking about it, I realized, no, but that is still a problem you can bring to Jesus. Like, if math is hard for you, you should pray and ask God to give you help, or at least have somebody smarter than you sit next to you, right, in the classroom. And so, there are no children in here. We can make jokes about cheating, right? Right? Or I thought about maybe, like, your, your problem is you just need money. And, again, that's a problem you could take to Jesus, because every good and perfect gift comes from on eye, and he supplies all our needs. And so you can imagine the chuckle I had when I opened up to the narrative and realized that this narrative, really, the title should be the exact same title of that billboard. The title of this narrative should be the answer to all your problems is Jesus. The way that David, who wrote Psalm 103, would probably say is he'd probably say the answer to all your problems is Yahweh because he doesn't quite yet know that Jesus is Yahweh and will be the fulfillment of that. But we see it right there in Psalm 103. Do you need forgiveness? The answer is in Yahweh. Do you need healing? Answers in Yahweh. What about rescuing? Yep. Answers in Yahweh. Do you need love and compassion? The answer is in Yahweh. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Do you need to be satisfied? The answer is in Yahweh. What about strength for all that you will come up against? Yep. The answer to all your problems for David is Yahweh. That's why he can say, I bless his holy name. And what David tells us in poetry, Mark then picks up and tells us in story. David tells us in poetry, and Mark says, hey, I have a story for you. And what Mark does is he shows us in story form exactly what David said for us in the poetry, but he shows us what it looks like in Christ. In this story, in Mark 1, we see these same things. A man has an unclean spirit. He needs the power of God. He needs healing. Yep, Christ can do that. Or how about the people who come to him, they're sick, and they have all kinds of sickness, both big and small. Yep, Christ can heal that. Or how about if you need compassion, just like in Psalm 103, or you're stigmatized because you have leprosy? Yep, Christ is the answer to that problem, too. The billboard was more right than I wanted to admit. And I had a good chuckle last night when I read it, but that is our so what. What's our big so what? All of our problems find their answer in Christ. And so as we head into this new year, my encouragement to you all is this. I think the reason why I first responded to the billboard the way that I did is because I only take my big ones to him. I can fix the small ones. And I think the billboard is a reminder to us, and so is Psalm 103, and so is Mark 1, that whether you're bringing to him a sprained ankle or leprosy, whether he's rescuing you from the pit or from just a really bad Monday, all of our problems find their answer in Christ. And so my encouragement to us is that when we have problems, big and small, we would follow that billboard's advice in Oklahoma and find the solution in Christ. Let's pray. God, you are good and you are the answer to our problems. There's a lot more wisdom to be found in Oklahoma than I wanted to admit, and yet thank you for that reminder. God, would you help us to bring our problems to you? Would you help us to seek you in all of our ways? whether for the good, the bad, and everything in between. Bless my friends this new year, Lord. We ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen.